What's up, guys? If you want to watch the football game with us or hear us talk about our victory lap, come hang out with us on our Twitch Mondays and Wednesdays at twitch.com slash daydreammedia. Ian, hit the music. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. You guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers on Twitter. You guys heard Ryan off the top of the show. R-O-K-K-O. Daydreamer, hit me up there on Twitter. And Keone is here. What is up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations? Oh, the Twitter was a little bit quiet this weekend, but that's all right. We're saving up for something big in the future. So you can find that out and stay tuned by following me at Daydreamer Keone. And you guys can follow the show's Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at FF Daydreamers. Go ahead and follow us there. For uh, all our information and fun tweets and stuff coming out, posts and whatnot. Yeah. Let's get into some news. So, Commanders quarterback Carson Wentz is expected to miss four to six weeks dealing with a broken finger. He had successful surgery on Monday, but he is still expected to miss time. Tough. Oh. Yeah, but uh gotta gotta pass me that uh that Heineke. Yeah, true. Taylor Heineke coming in coming in gonna get that start. Mm. Can you um trust anyone there? I Heineke. I don't I, I don't know. That's like the everyone old line was is... on everyone was on the outs there already with Carson <laughs> Wentz and now Carson Wentz is hurt. So that's what I exactly and I, I don't know um you know, because their O line is really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll talk about this probably at some point. You know, because but it's hard to trust anybody on this team. That's you know any other receivers. Maybe like Brian Robinson, you stick with because you know he's going to be a lead back. But I gotta have him on my bench until he uh, produces real fantasy numbers. What do you mean? Because even though he's he had he had a good week this week, but everyone had a terrible week, so mm. it made him look okay. Fair enough. It was it was also points helped. is not that. It was great. also it was also helped yeah. by a, by a touchdown. Yeah, but I feel like that we we saw his ceiling, and twelve points is not what I want to start um, necessarily. I mean, Fair he'll enough. get the job done, but you you get what I'm saying. Yes, I do. So it's a very tentative week for any to playing any of them. I think I would play Terry. And Curtis Samuel with Tyler Heineke. He'll, he just throws it, bro. Yeah, you know, you saw last year. Dude, he just throw it up in trouble. He don't care. He's only the backup. <laughs> Dolphins quarterback Skylar Thompson left early with a thumb injury. His dripfulness, Teddy Bridgewater, who was cleared on Friday, came in and replaced Thompson. Start start your studs there in Miami, but uh, yeah, because because two is going to be back. 
Yeah, Tua is expected to play. Tyreek Hill is a really good wide receiver. Uh, Jalen Waddle was a little banged up, so keep an eye on him. Mm. Uh, but other than that... Waddle did have a comeback week, though, so that's good. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett left early with a concussion. Expect him to miss week seven. Pretty much if you go out with a concussion, expect them to miss the next week. So mm-hmm. uh, looks like it'll be Trubisky for this week going forward. Can you trust any of the wide receivers there with Trubisky? Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe Deontay Johnson just because he's, I don't know, the, the receiving or the target guy, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe Pat, big Pat Firemuth. It looked like him and Trubisky had a good connection. We'll see if he gets out of the concussion protocol. Oh, yeah, true. I forgot. Oh, yeah, Johnson, probably. You had that connection with uh, Claypool. Chase Claypool. Seen, but, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know if you can trust Claypool still. <laughs> Buccaneers tight end Cameron Bray was carted off the field on Sunday. He's dealing with a sprained neck. Scary sight after missing last week with a concussion, but this is about as good of news as you can hear uh, in this situation. It's just that it's a, just a sprained neck. We mm-hmm. saw him <laughs> give the old thumbs up as he was carted off. So uh, rough, rough for him. I did not know you were going with that. Just as good of news with a sprained neck. <laughs> like, well, that, that, was, that was the report that this was pretty much. I want a gold medal. That, <laughs> <laughs> that broken freaking neck. <laughs> Oh man. Colts running back Deion Jackson left early dealing with a quad injury. He said he'll be good. Uh he was a top three running back on the week. Does this mean anything going forward with Jonathan Taylor there? I think um I think I'll I mean I'll I'll mention him later as well, but I think you can I think you can only play him if somebody's if like somebody's not playing. I don't I don't know because even though Taylor didn't play great this so far this season it's just still the guy there. he's still yeah he's still you know like J- Jackson is a backup who had a great performance in a game where the offense was like hitting on all cylinders um and so it was kind of one of those things where it's like yeah he's in the NFL you know there's your opportunity but I don't think I think if Taylor comes back he's going to start ahead of him or when Taylor comes back, I should say. So it was exciting, though. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Uh, Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins was dealing with a knee uh, with knee tightness. What do you guys do with uh, J.K. Dobbins going forward? I, I I don't know. I'm just it was so frustrating. Um, it, it's just. I mean, I'll, again, there's another guy I'll talk about at, at, in this episode, but it's frustrating. It's frustrating because you're like the one week and he's like, yeah, there he is. And it's great. And then and just the the Ravens in general are just not are, are struggling. So it's I don't know, maybe trade him if you can. I don't, I don't know. Packers wide receiver Randall Cobb suffered a potential high ankle sprain. Uh, just one of Aaron Rodgers' uh, Damn. favorite targets. He was like crying on the cart. I thought it was way worse than that. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, it looked like it was, it was worse. And then 
Uh, high angle sprain can be bad. He's good. He'll be back, bro. I thought it was like a career ender. Like he like he propped his Achilles or something, dude. Sweet Jesus. Hey, bro. With his age, it might be a career ender for ah, him. Ah, so. High angle sprain, a career ender for me too. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Uh, Panthers quarterback P.J. Walker left early with a neck injury. Baker Mayfield is out. Sam Darnold's still out. Now P.J. Walker is out. There's been talks of trading double-doubling McCaffrey. Uh, where would you guys want to see Christian McCaffrey land, if if anywhere? Mm. <laughs> that is a good uh, question. I mean, yeah, you could say the Bills, but not really, because... I think no Singletary is pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I think Singletary does well enough. Um, you can say the Rams, I guess. I mean, uh, I don't all know. The Cam Akers business going on. A little one for one CMC for Cam Akers. Cam Akers plus probably. Yeah, that would picks. Yeah, probably. Yeah, all yeah. Right, I forgot. But yeah, but I, feel, I don't know. The thing about the thing about running backs, it's hard to kind of fit them into a new spot because like, yeah, I want someone to be in Atlanta, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah. But who's traded for a running back? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta's not going to get CMC. They're trying to lose. <laughs> Are they? Uh, they might win the division. Uh, they, they might win that division without throwing the ball. <laughs> Uh, the Panthers went and traded wide receiver Robbie Anderson to the Cardinals. Round of applause for that man. Mm. He did his job. Yeah, he knew yeah. he was. Got out. <laughs> Got out. Russell uh, Wilson should uh, take a take a a page out of his acting book. You know, just that man like, was starting fights for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> the coach didn't say nothing. Just walked by. Uh, it, was, it was a whole three act story on that sideline. That initial co- that initial fight with that coach, and then some more blowing up, and then finally with him leaving, uh, getting kicked out. The coach yeah, told him to get out. out, and then traded. Oh, perfect! What a what a great what a great story from from Robbie Anderson. Just uh, the this the the football the NFL Shakespeare, if you will. <laughs> Like I said, he went to the Cardinals, who lost wide receiver Marquise Brown at the end of their loss this week. He was seen in a walking boot after the game. It appears to be a small non-surgical fracture, and the recovery timeline is about six weeks for Marquise Brown. Okay. So was that from the second opinion, or...? So that was that was the first he is planning on getting a second opinion. Oh, okay. Because so it's... Uh, Initially, they thought it was going to be worse, but then after the first opinion, uh-huh. it turns out it's non. He's not going to need surgery. Oh, okay, that's good then. But yeah, still, yeah. that'll it's, be. They thought it was going to be season ender. He, mm-hmm. it was going to be done, but it turns out it's more like six weeks. Okay, I mean that still gives that's still kind of um, not perfect timing because it's terrible that he, you know if you have him, that's going to be rough. Yeah. Um, but better for people who waited on you know DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but it'll it'll still be a week, I think, or so before like Hopkins, you know, gets back into the flow of things because he's not he wasn't able to practice on his suspension. So that I think will you know it'll still be a little bit of time before Hopkins is a big playmaker for that team. Yeah, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins is back this week. Returned to practice on Monday with the team. Yeah, starter now. 
Would you start him, Keone? I think I would. They need they need talent. I mean, maybe, I but he might not even play. They play Thursday, so yeah, that's a short about week. Not that's... even playing him. The Cardinals are talking about not playing. <laughs> I don't know if I would play him if, in a if short it, week. If it wasn't a Thursday night game, game, they'll be two and five. Their season but might be depends, over. It depends what my team looks like. Mm. If I was able to hang on to Hopkins for this long and not have to worry about it. It seems probably either really good or really bad. So True. if it's really good, then but, I just wait on Hopkins. If it's really bad, then I probably play him because I need mm-hmm. something. My team's mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. You know? Also, multiple teams on bye again this week. Bills, Eagles. I'm forgetting the rest of them. But I know those There's like two. four teams, I believe. I'm sure we'll have that in the um, the Thursday podcast for you. Yeah, that was that was my so plan. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stick around. I don't have it right now. <laughs> I just know the Bills and the Eagles and the Rams. Uh, the Saints quarterback Andy Dalton suffered a back injury in Sunday's game as well. That is the Thursday night game, Cardinal Saints. So uh, Jameis was back in uniform. So I imagine that they'll just start Jameis. Okay. But yeah, too short of a week for um, for me to confidently play uh, Hopkins. Agreed. All right, with, oh, I was going to say same thing with Robbie Anderson. You can wait on him. Yeah, yeah. That'll do right. it for the news. Let's move on to some week six awards. <laughs> So this first award, if you could go back in time and switch a player from your starting lineup and move them onto your bench, who would it be? This is the Freaky Friday Award. Sometimes I really wish I could be somebody else. We talked about murder. Oh, sorry. Go, Keanu. Sorry, go. My bad. My bad. My bad. (laughs) We talked about him earlier, and it's... It was a bad, it was awful performance, not part of the bizarro worldness of this weekend, but Carson Wentz. Oh boy. Um, yeah. The commanders, not a great team, and, but they should have done way better. I, that's the, I think that's the thing. They had an opportunity facing the bears to take advantage of a terrible defense and they did get the win, but it's just their The offense looked Awful, awful, awful. Wentz had 12 completions on 22 attempts for a grand total of 99 passing yards. And but wait, I guess he did rush for two yards. So he had a he had a hundred yard game, (laughs) Uh, but he had less than five fantasy points. Brutal, absolute killer for just anybody, let alone a quarterback. It seems with this injury it also seems that the short-lived wensing hour is going to be postponed for a few weeks so r.i.p for that for now um just a tough break but that that's that's fantasy i guess but i definitely wish i would have switched him out um for kirk cousins and it's just i just just trying to play the matchup but kirk cousins was clearly the the better play for this week my freaky friday war goes to tom brady uh, going against Pittsburgh, I wouldn't have started him if I knew that he was going to be out partying the couple days before. I don't know what happened to the disciplined Brady, but he's gone. 243 yards, which isn't bad, but only one touchdown going against a team that allowed the Bills to score like 40-something on them, and they couldn't do nothing. I just... 
Brady isn't Brady right now. I heard he had a tomato on his salad, and that's, <gasps> that's why. Mm. Just rumor, yeah. just rumor. Allegedly. That's not, that's not TB12. <laughs> Uh, so for my Freaky Friday award, I'm going to give it to Tom Brady's wide receiver, Mike Evans. Uh, don't get me wrong. I am ecstatic that Mike Evans didn't have a big day against the Steelers. <laughs> Steel don't bend, baby. But if you asked me Saturday night who was a lock to have a big week, I would have said Mike Evans. He caught 100% of his targets, yeah, but he only saw four targets. He had 42 yards and finished outside of the wide receiver 45 on the week. I think this was an easy matchup for Evans and his whole Bucks offense, but the Steelers just took care of business there. So Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, and Mike Evans, you guys are this week's Freaky Friday Award winners. Did we always have that? That was good. That was smooth by you guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On to our next award. A player who underperformed so bad, they must have got their talent stolen. This is the Space Jam Award. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. You guys need to tune into our Twitch because that was a dance party happening <laughs> during that. <laughs> That's classic nineties. TV slash Daydreamer Media. Yeah, good. I, I always get down to some nineties club music. Um, but a guy who got his mojo stolen from I don't know the football of the the Monstars was J.K. Dobbins. He had seven touches for 15 yards. I know he was dealing with like some knee stuff, but still. But how do you give this man only seven carries? Like, I don't, if you're ahead That's in the game. That's by Kenyon Drake. That's what happened. I, I guess, yes. right? Like, it's, <laughs> it's happening to the same team. <laughs> I, like, it's a perfect script to give Dobbins the ball and, you know, through go through the Giants. Put him in the Hudson, put him on ice, but no, that's, that's, it's, it's why they've, uh, they've lost three games when leading in the fourth. So they just cannot put teams away. And that's, and part of it is, I don't know, injuries and also not playing people getting their mojo stolen, their, their, their stuff stolen. So their special stuff, um, their, their garbage team right now. And you deserve what you get Ravens. So you're terrible to quote the Charles Barkley from the actual Space Jam movie. Terrible. My Space Jam award goes to Curtis Samuel. Talking about, well, what Wentz did. Curtis Samuel was just as bad. Five targets, two receptions, only six yards, having his worst performance of the year. And not only that, I think he dropped a touchdown or something really close to a touchdown mm-hmm. where he could have scored. Oh, man, he just, I mean, the whole Washington offense performed. Bad week. My Space Jam player of the week is Kareem Hunt. I don't know what happened to Kareem Hunt. I guess no one really Space Jammed him because Nick Chubb didn't have a great game either. But Kareem Hunt only had four total touches for 12 yards. 1.2 fantasy points. Didn't have a single reception. Only had one target. I I really don't know what happened to Kareem Hunt, but it's... It's been really rough for him. Uh, 
So yeah, Cream Hunt, mm-hmm. my my Space Jam player of the week. J.K. Dobbins, Curtis Samuel, and Kareem Hunt, you guys are this week's Space Jam Award winners. Now our final award for today. This is a random player with a huge performance. This is the Where With Who Award. You been where? Where who? So I, I got a shout out my team. They did great comeback victory. Just making, just looking awesome out there. A divisional win. And partly, you know, he, he put in the work, but left the game early, but he did his job. And then some neon Dion Jackson uh, with both Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines not playing. The backfield was clear for Jackson to to hit big for a second week in a row. But this was definitely a, a major, you know, breakthrough boom of a week um, and really helped the Colts get that divisional victory over the Jaguars. Um, 22 total touches, including going for 10 for 10 second most receptions on the team. Um, he had 79 yards in the air, 42 on the ground for a total of 121 and a nice touchdown to boot. Uh, great night for the Colts all around, but Jackson really took advantage when he was in and I hope he gets a uh, healthy soon. What was that tenor reference to? Oh, ten! Um, it's from the from uh, Varsity Blues when they're in the strip club, I think, and their teacher is like, <laughs> like the big the the big guy is like tan. Yeah. Uh, my where with who award goes to Jake Ferguson. Cowboys tight end four for six or four <laughs> receptions, six targets, forty yards, and a touchdown. That could be Dalton Schultz, but it's not. So, <laughs> how to shout out? Good job, Cowboys, on getting your tight end some targets. Not forty and a touchdown. That puts him in right next to Knox. If that's Schultz, yeah, fourteen points. I mean, that's all right. Man, oh man. That's all right. Uh, Dak Prescott's coming back. Dalton Schultz is going to be there. It's they're the power couple, I believe. I have to believe. All right. My where with who award goes to Tyquan Thornton, wide receiver for the New England Patriots. In his second game in the NFL, Tyquan Thornton had seven total touches for 53 yards and scored two touchdowns, one through the air, one on the ground. Uh you know, it was it was a rough game to to watch Bailey Zappi looking good though. I'm liking Bailey Zappi out there in uh Taekwon Thornton. Uh, you watched that game? I didn't I couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. Could not do it. I did I did watch the game in condensed version, so it only took me forty five minutes. Hey, but I, I that's if I made you can't get back, Brad. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I, I had to know what, who I was talking about. Uh, it, a lot of his work came in garbage time, but I'll take it. This is mm. this is the where with who. I mean, this man scored two touchdowns on the weekend. Who? I mean, in his second NFL game ever. Mm. Damn, Tyquan Thornton. Good for you. Mm. Tied with Kyle Pitts. 
So, Deion Jackson, Jake Ferguson, and Tyquan Thornton, you guys are this week's Where With Who Award winners. And that'll do it for this week's awards. Let's move on to our waiver wire. So first, is there anyone over 45% rostered that you would be adding before your players on your list? I'm sorry, off. Darnell Mooney, 66% rostered. Uh, I know he had a super slow start and we made fun of him. But over five, five or more targets last four weeks. Last week, seven for 12 and 68. Yeah, he dropped the game winning touchdown. Sorry, he didn't drop it. Sorry, he bobbled the game winning touchdown and then came out of the end zone. But looking up, over 10, 10 fantasy points to the last three weeks. Uh, I don't like his next two matchups. So after that, Miami, Detroit, Atlanta, New York. Um, some good stuff. He plays New England, Dallas. I wouldn't start him then. But might be a guy you're looking at. All right. Someone I'm adding is going to be Daryl Henderson, who is 69% rostered. Nice. A lot going on with Cam Akers there in L.A. It sounds like he has taken his final snap with the Rams. So that leaves Daryl Henderson to take over this backfield. We saw him touch the ball, uh, get 12 rushing attempts for 43 yards. He scored a touchdown against Carolina this past week. He's going to be the clear-cut number one guy. He's not going to be the only guy there. We saw Malcolm Brown come in and get some use and, and whatnot, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Although I think just to be for clarity, for uh, clarity purposes, I guess with, with Daryl Henderson, he's a stash and, and bench guy pick up and stash for later. Cause I think they're on a buy and yeah. then they face San Francisco and Tampa Bay. So you can hold on him for like three weeks. Um, but after that, I think they'll like, he'll be good. Because as JJ said, the lead back now that probably Cam Akers more than likely he's he's gone. Um, but it's just a rough, you know, three guaranteed zero points this week. Um, and then San Francisco and Tampa Bay. So pick him up, put him on your bench. Um, my guy uh, is Brian Robinson. Uh, 50.2% rostered. He came back in as, as the lead back this week um, and had 17 carries for 60 yards and a touchdown. Um, the touchdown really, really helped his game. Uh, so let's let's get that straight. But I think they're going to move him or use him moving forward. Um, they face Green Bay, then Minnesota, and then Indianapolis in the next three games. Those are games with opportunities for the commanders who no longer have Carson Wentz. Not that, you know, it's going to – he played – you know, was lights out, but you know, who knows what's going to happen with Taylor Heineke. Um, so maybe a solid run game. If they give him the ball, feed him more, um, he'll just get more confidence. Um, so yeah, Brian Robinson only 50.2%. So he's out there in half of leagues. He was my backup. So whenever you said that, I, I stole your guy and I was like, oh, I can pivot to someone else. He was my pivot. Well, perfect, because so spoiler behind the scenes, uh, I also had Daryl, Daryl Henderson. My um, number one as well. Yeah. So 
and then JJ just got dibs on him in the yeah. uh, in the sheet. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so all right, let's get down to the actual waiver wire then. Who is someone forty five percent or less rostered that you would be adding this week? Okay. You want me to go first? You know, no, I'll, I'll well, if you want to, yeah. I, I, the guy that I'm going with first is someone you guys talked about last week. Was not on my list last week. Was on both of your lists last week. Oh, Alec okay. Pierce. Hey. Wide on my list again. Indianapolis Colts, 25.3% rostered. Got seven targets this week. Only caught three of them, but that's okay. We're looking at how many targets he's getting. Uh Man, he's looking good, and he scored that touchdown for the Colts. Dang, I mean, back-to-back weeks as a wide receiver 24. He's a rookie that has really taken over this number two role there. Paris Campbell had a pretty good week this week as well, but the eye test is passed by Alec Pierce, so go ahead and go add him. Especially if, if Jonathan Taylor is still going to remain out because if Mr. Fit is out, they're going to continue to throw the ball a ton. Uh, did they throw like 58 times? Yeah. And yeah, he 58 and, times. And it was yeah. a, fr- a franchise um, record for, for Matt Ryan um, with 42 completions, I think. <laughs> and speaking, speaking of Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan, 12.5% rostered. He's back, baby! Finishing as the QB3, according to PFF, heading into the uh, before the Monday night game, but I'm pretty sure it will stay that way after it. Um, setting, like I said, setting a Colts record, franchise record for most completions in a game with 42. The ice is flowing back through his veins. Um, this was his third game, over 350 yards this season. He had three touchdowns, the most he's had this season. Um, and the Colts, they go against the Titans again um, in their first meeting. It was the second best game, had th- over 350 yards, I believe two touchdowns. Um, and then they face Washington. So another a nice matchup in for the next two weeks, at least. Um, and then especially if their backfield is going to be hurt, um, that will mean they're going to have to pass a lot. And we saw that this week, and it was very highly productive for basically everybody involved. Um, so Matt Ryan, I think you can definitely stream him for the next few weeks. And so that's why he's a, uh, he's a pickup for me. He's a waiver wire pickup. All right. Uh, I have a two for here. It's running back by committee, but I take both running backs right now. Uh, Tyler Ajir, 37% rostered and Caleb Huntley, uh, Huntley 5.2% rostered. Listen, the Falcons don't want to pass the ball. They're one of the most run-heavy teams in the NFL. It's working. They're 3-1 in the last four games. They're averaging 34.5 rushing attempts in those games. Their next, I think, five weeks, Bengals, Panthers twice, Chargers, Bears, Commanders. They can be in all those games, if not win them all. Again, they are going to run the ball if they are not behind. Like neutral, ahead, run-heavy as shit. Give me a chance with one of those running backs. I mean, just give me a shot. Yeah, second on my list is Caleb Huntley, mm-hmm. 5.2% rostered. You could go get him everywhere. Um, this man runs with aggression, and 
he runs like he needs a job out there. <laughs> and I just don't quite see that yet from Tyler Algier. Not that he can't, but I just haven't seen it yet on tape. So that's why I, I'm saying Caleb Huntley. Uh, yeah. They just seem to trust him. Uh, maybe not more, but... Yeah, he got 16 to Tyler Algier's 15. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely a 50-50 split, and you should go add both of them if if you can. Um, but I just like the way that Caleb Huntley runs. So he had more yards per carry on the on the game slightly, but yeah, he was my number two. So I kind of they were my number two as well. I couldn't pick just one um, because I'm like okay. 15 carries, 16 carries, and both got 50-something yards. I think you're okay picking either one, but if one is going to push you across that edge, then maybe how he looks, how Caleb Huntley looks, might do it for you, or because he's more available. But I think either one could be fine as a pickup because they're they're basically yeah, almost 50-50 even as much yeah. as you possibly can be. Right, right, yeah. Ryan hit every all the points perfectly. Mm-hmm. The, the schedule is amazing for them too. Yep. Uh, my number two was Alec Pierce. So I'm going to go with my number three. It's pretty, it might be a little out there. Brighton Powell, Los Angeles Rams receiver slash like kind of do it all guy. With Cam Akers out, he was in the backfield doing two back sets a lot. They were giving him option routes to kind of put him against linebackers. The week before, he had a deep, uh, deep reception over um, Diggs. I think Powell, especially with Cam Akers out, could be starting to use more. This offense line is horrible. They're going to a quick passing game. I don't think he'll be super fantasy relevant, but it's just a guy I'm keeping an eye on right now because if he's going to keep getting this volume, I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's a way better pass catcher than Henderson. Maybe they use him as a backfield. He becomes like the Debo Samuel, their team, except more of a pass catching role and not running at the middle like Debo does. So really, really low play, only like 0.1% rostered or something like that. So I'm like, oh, I'm not wasting a waiver wire priority on him. The guy that I've been watching the last couple of weeks that is starting to have a bigger role. So I, I got a, the same guy as you guys have mentioned before. I'm keeping with my doubling up my Colts, you know, love Alec Pierce. You know, at, on top of what JJ said with the seven targets in this last game, he's had at least six targets in the past three games. And he had his first touchdown in the NFL this past week. Um, he's a young guy. He's a rookie. And they have a late buy. So you need those young guys to keep your team, you know, fresh and viable if you have a later buy. So it just that's a good, I don't know, a good thing because he's a rookie. He's fresh. He's young. He's hungry, and Matt Ryan goes to him. Um, so yeah. And my last guy. Oh no, yeah, go ahead. My last guy is is another Colt, Deion Jackson, thirty two point eight percent rostered still. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor is probably coming back, but especially if you are Mister Fitted's uh, manager, go ahead and go add Deion Jackson, just because you never know. Jonathan Taylor hasn't looked great this year. Yeah, they're going to go back to him whenever he gets back, and he will be the sole back there. But if he gets banged up again, Deion Jackson is running hard, looking good. So if you got the room to to stash him, go ahead and do that. Because it's not it's not a super deep 
week on waivers this week, I feel like. So Yeah, we're we're starting to hit the point in the season where you're seeing kind of guys repeat. Yeah. But you know, that's just kind of what just happens. And but yeah, get these guys. So is there anyone you guys are dropping this week? <sighs> I th- I thought about Curtis Samuel, but then I don't know if I can do that fully because of the possibility of Taylor Heineke, you know, switching things up. Yeah, I think that's the only thing is he's right there on the verge for me to. I don't really because he's, uh, t- he's touchdown dependent, and Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke might be the guy to get him touchdowns. Other than that, like he he needs a touchdown to be to have a good week. I want to say all the Jets pass catchers. Yeah. They scored 91 points the last three weeks, and Zach, Zach Wilson has one passing touchdown. Yeah, They're doing yeah. a lot of it by the ground. Even uh, Braxton Berrios' touchdown was a, a running touchdown, a rushing touchdown. I just, Elijah Moore, zero targets last game. I think Corey Davis had like two receptions up for 52 yards. Garrett Wilson has been a, non, a non-factor. Priestall is really the only guy I think is fantasy relevant. Michael Carter, I would have on my bench. The rest of them, I mean, this is not the Joe Flacco Jets where he's there throwing 50, 60 times. Elite. Yeah, I don't know. Bring back Joe Flacco. <laughs> hey, but they're winning. But yeah, they are winning. That's great so, for them. Yeah. But horrible for us. Horrible for us, but yeah, mm. yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, that'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you wouldn't mind, go ahead, like, subscribe, follow, whatever it's called, wherever you're listening to this. We want to grow our audience. So go ahead and tell your friends because we got a lot of uh, good things coming out. Uh, Head over to our website, Fantasy. Wait, I'm sorry. One second. One second. I got one more guy I want to cut. Melvin Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) Same with the Broncos. (laughs) Dang. Did you guys see the report that Russ might have a hamstring injury? They keep making up shit. That man was fine until they lost. (laughs) Fantasydaydreamers.com is our website. Go ahead and head over there to get all of our content. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the same at FFDaydreamers. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. Follow us there and uh, come hang out with us. Watch the Monday Night Football and yeah, get your start sick questions answered on Wednesday nights. That'll do it. Thank you guys for listening. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Daydreamer Nation. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.